Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, K-beauty expert and founder of Style Story, your go-to for K-beauty. On today's deep dive episode of the show, I'm going to be answering a really, really commonly asked question, and that is, do you need strong skincare acids? So obviously, if you have been dabbling in the world of skincare for a little while, if you've been, you know, maybe making some tweaks, some changes to to your routine, you may have come across a category of products, uh, skincare acids that incorporate everything from your BHAs, your AHAs, PHAs. There's lots and lots of different acronyms out there. But as you're sort of browsing through the various different products, you will notice that there is a pretty wide variance in the concentrations of these. And by the by the concentration, I mean, you know, you will see some products that say 2%, they've got 2% BHA, maybe 5%, maybe 10%. And I think with, you know, a lot of things in skincare, when you take a look at percentages, the first thing you see, you know, you see a percentage on the packet. And I think a lot of people's mind immediately goes straight to the conclusion that, well, the more that's in there, the higher the percentage, the better it must be, right? So today I sort of want to have a look at that and whether that assumption is actually accurate. So why don't we, and look, I know we've done this on the show before, but it has been a little while. So why don't we just take a really quick run through into how skincare acids actually work because we haven't done it for a little while and I know we have people that have a range of different knowledges I guess a range of different starting points uh, like a base range of knowledge when it comes to our, the listeners of our show some people are you know absolute pros they know lots and lots of different things about skincare products and then a lot of people and you'll have to let me know which category you fall into but I think a lot of our listeners are maybe somewhere at the beginning of their routine their, their, their journey, their skincare journey, or perhaps somewhere in the middle, which is to say that you know a fair bit about some kinds of things when it comes to skincare, but you're, you know, maybe not an expert. So let's take a quick little look. So what are skincare acids? So what they are is a type of product that is trying to exfoliate our skin. Now, when it comes to exfoliation, you've got a whole lot of different options out there. And these ones are the ones that fall under the general broad category of chemical exfoliants. So if you think about your maybe apricot scrub, that beloved product that you used to use back in the day, that kind of thing is a chemical exfoliant. And what we mean by that is that the actual little beads or, you know, the shards of apricot or whatever is in the product is the thing that is doing the exfoliation on our skin. Whereas when it comes to your skincare acids, these type of chemical things, they're actually working beneath the surface of the skin. So they basically work to unglue the bonds that keep dead skin stuck to our skin surface. And they go to work, you know, probably in a less visible way in that you're not going to see them doing what they're doing right at the second that you're using the product. But they help you to shed your old skin and basically reveal the smooth, fresh stuff that's hiding underneath. 
So when it comes to these products, because we are talking about a sort of chemical reaction to make this all happen, it can take time. And I guess this is where, you know, things like concentrations and whatnot come into it. So you will see products on the shelves and maybe, you know, at a clinic of all different types of concentrations, anything from 1% to even over 30%. So I guess the real question is, you know, do you need your acids to be that high? Why are they so high? Or maybe even a more basic question you might have is, well, what is considered strong? Uh, And so this can be a little bit of a a tricky question to answer, I guess, just because there are so many different products. And the other thing that comes into play is our pH levels. So when it comes to safety in cosmetics, cosmetic products, if the concentration is lower than 10% at its final formulation with a pH of over about a 3.5, then it's considered to be, you know, a safe product, obviously. Uh, And, you know, even the ones that are at much higher levels than that. So if you go to a salon, for example, they will be able to use products on you that are up to concentrations of even 30% of acids at their final formulation with a pH of higher than three. but that's because they're trained professionals. So the type of things that we are going to be dabbling in when it comes to our home skincare are quite different from the kinds of things that we would be, you know, getting a professional to perform on us in a uh, you know, a salon setting. So doctors, uh, trained beauty professionals, they can apply anything from like a 20, 30, even up to a 35% or higher strength to the face. And then, you know, if you're doing a, a treatment like that, basically what will happen is after, you know, maybe four to six days, your skin will start to peel. And what's left behind then after that is the younger, smoother stuff underneath, essentially. So, When it comes to, you know, doctors and beauty professionals, they are playing at a much, much higher concentration. Whereas for us with our basic at-home skincare, we're not aiming to like remove layers of our skin at home. That is not a great idea. If you are wanting to do a more intensive, a more invasive uh, treatment, then that is the point at which I would say go and talk to your local salon, your trusted beauty professional and ask them to perform one of these treatments on you. But when it comes to just the stuff that we have banging around in our bathroom closets, we do not want to be playing at a really, really high level. And I guess this is where, you know, I wanted to kind of have a chat to you guys because I think I'm seeing a lot more brands come onto the market at lots and lots of different price points and increasingly higher and higher percentages of active ingredients. Uh, And I, I guess really the whole point of today's deep dive was to really just answer the question, does a higher percentage mean that I will get better results in my skincare? And the answer is not necessarily. Uh, And that is because of all the things that can happen to your skin if you go too hard, too fast, or, you know, if you use uh, a product at a concentration that is just not right for you. So the other thing that I will say, uh, and, you know, not to get too technical or anything like that, but there are a lot of different types of acids. So within this umbrella of acids, uh, more generally, the, you know, the general category of skincare acids, there are lots of different products, formulations, and acids that fall underneath that. So 
if you are talking about the most gentle in this family, then things like phytic and lactic acids are usually considered to be the most general. Then we've got a category that is self-neutralizing, and that is things like your salicylic acid, which can penetrate well into the pores and neutralize itself. Then you've got another category that are, can vary in strength, but they also need to be neutralized in order to turn off their effect. And that is things like your glycolic acids. So a whole range of different acids that fall within the general umbrella, how you use them and the effect that they have on the skin can vary very greatly. So that's where it kind of pays to pay attention to the exact type of product that you're looking at as well, rather than just go, give me the highest concentration, give me the strongest thing on the shelf. You really need to understand how you are supposed to be using the products as well. So why doesn't a higher percentage in a formula necessarily guarantee you better results? The answer is that stronger acids have the potential to disrupt your skin's protective barrier. And this can often cause things like dehydration. And what they do is because they accelerate the cell renewal process, they can over the long term have the effect of causing the skin to thin out. And that's because skin cells cannot keep reproducing themselves at a really, really quick rate indefinitely. Like it'll come to the point where that's just not possible anymore. So if you're going higher and higher and stronger and stronger, then it's not just going to be the case that you keep buffing away the old stuff and reveal the new stuff you know, underneath, the new stuff eventually will run out. So that's at a really, really basic level what will happen. So if you overdo it, and there are lots of different ways that you can overdo it, you know, going too high too quickly is one of them. This is what can happen. You can get some pretty nasty effects on your skin. You can suffer from things like Overexfoliation, which is just a really general term for a lot of different consequences from severe irritation, dryness, redness, unwanted breakouts. Like if you've been using these kind of products in your routine and you've all of a sudden noticed that your skin is just freaking out, it is not happy, it's red, it's dry, it's, you know, really irritated, it stings no matter what you put on it, that is a really, really good sign that you have overdone it and you have irritated your skin. So how then can we use skincare acids with confidence? I am going to run through my top tips as well as some general safety tips. But first, I think one thing I do want to just touch on is the idea that, you know, this is just an issue that would affect sensitive skin. So obviously, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you may have heard me mention that, you know, I have a lot of trouble using acids in my routine. And that is because I suffer from really sensitive skin, very, very dry skin to start out with. Uh, And my skin basically is just the most reactive thing going. Like it just reacts to everything. I have started experiencing dermatitis as I've gotten older. Uh, And just I've always been really, really sensitive to a lot of things. And one of the things that sets my skin off pretty much every time is using acids in my routine. However, I am not the only type of person that will experience these kind of negative effects. This can affect 
everyone, literally everyone, no matter what your skin type is. Uh, it just depends how much damage you do. So don't be thinking that just because you've got like a really thick skin or that your skin never has any problems that you will be immune to this. It's not just a problem for people that have sensitivity. So here are my top tips for getting the most out of your skincare acids without the negative effects. And the number one thing I would suggest is to start out slowly. So if you are going to introduce acids into your routine, if you're introducing a new acid into your routine or an acid at a higher concentration than you normally use, then start out slowly. I think once a week, twice a week, max is definitely the way to go and just see how your skin responds over the next couple of weeks. You can always up your your dosage. You can always increase the frequency, but it's really, really hard to pull back if you work out after the fact that you've gone too hard too fast. So that's my first one is to start out slowly. Now, the other thing is that a lot of people will be using products like a vitamin C serum in their routine. Very, very popular, very beneficial, has lots of great impacts on the skin. But if you are already using a vitamin C serum, then I would say to exercise caution when you are upping your dosage of acids or if you are incorporating acids into your routine uh, at the same time. And there's a couple of reasons for this. Obviously, vitamin C is a kind of product that can increase your skin sensitivity depending on how high a percentage you are using. But the other thing is this, that both of those kinds of products are pH dependent. So if you're using them in the wrong order, then you can actually make your vitamin C inactive and ineffective. So if you do feel comfortable using your acids and your vitamin C together in the same routine and you know that that doesn't cause problems for you, the correct order is your vitamin C, your BHA, and then your AHA. So that's the best way to apply them. Now, which acids? That's the other thing. I think not all skincare acids are alike. So the two that are the most common are your AHAs, which is your alpha hydroxy acids, and then your BHAs, your beta or beta hydroxy acids. Both of these have similar effects, but they can work quite differently. So take a look into the types of acids that you're using as well. The other thing is, particularly when it comes to Korean beauty, a lot of brands like to use them in combination. So you will see products like Tacobo, they have an AHA BHA toner. Some by Me has a popular line, their AHA BHA PHA line that actually combines them as well. So just take a look into that because there can be differences depending on which types of acids you're using. Now, the other thing is to manage your expectations. I think that it is always better to start off with a lower concentration and try and work out how your skin's responding at a lower concentration before you jump right into the double digits. Uh, I think that acids are one of the main things that less is more a lot of the time for a lot of people. So those are just some general tips. Now, for some safety tips, this is what I would say, just to make sure that you, you know, staying safe when you're using acids in your skincare routine. I would say the number one thing is to apply them at night 
and do not use them on holidays or any time when you're planning to be out in the sun a lot. So if you're on your summer holiday, that would be a time when I would just go, you know what, I'm just going to leave my acids at home just because they can increase your phytosensitivity. But the other thing is, you know, if you are out and about in the sun, the chances of you damaging your skin, you know, maybe you didn't quite apply enough sunscreen, you weren't religious about your reapplication, that it just is, you know, uh, a recipe for disaster. So I would say use them at night and just skip out on them if you are on holidays or if you're going to be spending a lot of time outside in the sun. Uh, the other thing, number two, in terms of safety, is that obviously the longer the acid is in contact with your skin, then the more chance that your skin can react to it. So if you are wanting to start out or just see how your skin responds, try an acid in a wash-off formula or like a wash or a cleanser type formula because that limits the amount of time it's on your skin. And if it doesn't agree with you, well, then you've really minimized your interaction with it. So that's another just handy tip before you go in with like a really high strength acid in a leave-on formula, like say a serum or a moisturizer or something like that. You can always try it in a wash-off formula and see how your skin responds. Now, the other safety tip I have for you is this never start your acids on your forehead and that is because if any product drips it can end up in your eyes so stick to starting out with the cheeks or something like that and apply them in an upwards motion away that way they won't end up in your eyes but do not start on the forehead Now, my number four safety tip is some acids can become stronger if you layer them and salicylic acid is one of them. So just watch out if you are using a range of different products in your routine and several of them do have, you know, salicylic acid in them, for example, or if you're going in with several layers of the same product, just know that they can become stronger if you layer them. So that was the number four tip. Now, I touched on this before, but my number five tip is that glycolic acid needs to be neutralized to turn off its effects. So it's really important that you know how to finish up with each of your products. You know, how much redness or burning is normal, how long that should last for, as well as what to use to help the skin heal so that you get the best results. So make sure that you are familiar with the product that you're using. Whatever product it is that you've purchased, make sure that you read the how to use instructions, see how it's supposed to work, maybe you know, go and go through a couple of reviews. Maybe there's some reviews that you've seen other people do of the product, you know, maybe on social media, maybe on a blog or something like that on YouTube. I don't know, but go and check that out and make sure you're familiar with it before you slather it all over your face. Now, if you are in the market for some gentle acids, I think Korean beauty is really a great option just because of the philosophy of K-beauty being much more gentle, softly, softly, particularly with the at-home stuff, the at-home skincare, I think K-beauty is a great fit for people that are not wanting really, really strong acids. So some products that I can recommend to you, if that is the kind of thing that you're looking into, obviously one of the most famous products I think is COSRX, their BHA Blackhead Power Liquid. That has 4% of betaine salicylate, uh, which is a really, really gentle form 
form of BHA. So that is a great one. Itzen Tree has a product called Clear Skin BHA, and that also has betaine salicylate, but an even less concentration than COSRX. It's about a 0.9, but the pH of that product is between 3.5 to 4. So quite a low pH, which is what you would expect to see for an acid formulation. Uh, So that might be a good one to look into. Now, if you're wanting to go even gentler, then COSRX has a product called AHA BHA Clarifying Toner, and that is a really, really gentle one that has just minimal extracts of white willow. It's got apple water, sodium lactate, and glycolic acid. Uh, The other range that I mentioned before that's quite good that uh, combines three different types of acids but at quite a low concentration is the Sun by Me range, the AHA BHA PHA. But just because I've mentioned that these are, you know, at the lower end of the range does not mean that you won't experience effects while using them. And I myself have used all of these products and there are some that I cannot use in my routine on a regular basis just because they're too much for my skin. So don't get the wrong impression that just because they're at a lower concentration that they're not going to do anything. They definitely will. And if you have skin sensitive skin like I do, you will notice that a lot more quickly. Uh, so that that's just a couple of different things to, t- to keep in mind. Uh, I think the trend with a lot of brands these days uh, and particularly with the way that they're doing their marketing is to go higher and stronger uh, and really sort of lean into the percentage of how much they have in the product for lots of different ingredients, obviously not just your acids. But when it comes to acids, just be a little bit alive to the fact that less can be more and that more is not always better because you're going to have to deal with a range of different impacts, potential side effects on your skin. So I hope you picked up a couple of tips today, something that might be useful going forward in your routine. Uh, If you did learn something new today, I would love for you to share this episode with someone that you think would enjoy it and would maybe pick up a few hints and tips from it as well. Uh, And I will leave it there. But until next week, I will see you on Star Story. Star Story.